Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every morning, Darren Armstrong talks Big Brother looking at the stuff from yesterday. All the drama, all the strategy and silliness from Theo to HOH. Every single season, you know he is the reason. You know what's happening. Rob said that he could do it. Tomorrow he will do it again. Hello, everyone, and good morning. Welcome to our live feed update for August 16th. I'm your host, Jen Armstrong, and with me today, it's Kirsten. How are you doing, Kirsten? Hi, Kay. Here's the thing. I'm very tired because I thought, oh, I live in Big Brother time. This is going to be a breeze. This is going to be the best thing ever. It turns out, not the best thing ever. I am constantly sleepy, uh, but you know what? I'm going to get through it, and I'm here prepared for, I think it was the uh, the girl trivia and the boy trivia, so I hope you have sports questions ready for me. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, these, the house guests have been struggling because they're not allowed to take naps. Um, <laughs> I am luckily allowed to take naps, but uh, but they are, you know, really, like, they're being forced to stay up very late. They're waking up decently early as well. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it's definitely been a hard season to cover so <laughs> well, far. Because I feel like for you, being a uh, updater, and the, like you have to see everything. So I feel like you're like a new parent. And it's like, well, you can sleep when they sleep. They're not sleeping. Yeah. yeah. Not good. Well, we are here to update you on everything that happened yesterday on the Big Brother 22 live feeds. It was day 11 in the house. and. Paranoia runs rampant um, as oh, yeah. <laughs> Memphis is not a steady presence on the wheel uh, and everybody is worried and that is forcing some errors into the game that is causing a lot of the power structure to start to question things. So let's get into it. Let's talk Absolutely. about it. Yeah, let's let's do it. Where do we you want to start? <laughs> we started the day yesterday with Danny in Memphis. Danny went to Memphis um, in the morning and was trying to uh, talk to him about like, look, look, this is not working. This 
our, we need to work on our communication this in this relationship yeah. because I'm feeling very unappreciated, very unloved. Um, and we look an alliance needs to talk. We need to like discuss what the best options are for the group. Um, and I just feel like if we do that, then then we can work this out. Um, and Memphis is like, uh, no, 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 you don't understand. You're the one doing it wrong. We shouldn't have to talk. You guys just need to like chill. Just be okay. Like, just uh, chill. Why are you being so weird about this? It's like, I feel like we have to talk about this every single season where obviously the ideal is to have an alliance that no one knows about, that you don't need to check in with each other constantly uh, because you kind of know you're on the same page. But those type of alliances require check-ins when other people don't know about them so i i don't know memphis just wants the not talking part uh, and none of the reassurance it's like a very toxic relationship energy of like i don't even know i can't i can't even come up with a good uh, analogy right now because it's I, I get so mad every time i think about it yes uh so then she she go okay fine fine we we won't be talking. Fine. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, we won't talk at all. It's fine. Cool. Yeah, this is great. Good talk. <laughs> okay, let's move. Let's move on to my next topic of conversation. Then, uh, what about a backdoor plan? Kaser and Janelle, they're coming for us. One of them needs to go. We, you know, we need to make something like this happen. Um, and Memphis says. No, look, the thing that you don't understand uh, is that they they're they're just running around. They're, they're, they're harmless. That you don't need to worry about them. We don't need to do anything about that. Uh, just we just need to chill. I uh, just need to stop. Stop worrying and love the Kaser and Janelle. That's what we need to do. And and Danny's like, well, you know, they've specifically named four people in our alliance as people that they're going after. I think we should be worried about this. You know, if there's two of them, that's a better chance that they'll get power, that kind of thing. Memphis is like, they don't know the other two people in the alliance. Like, they don't even know the other two. They only, they only know two thirds of the alliance. It's, it's fine. Like, we don't have to worry about that. Yeah. It's not like they have all six of us. <laughs> hey, two of us will be fine. So... It's cool. Oh, am I one of the people that they don't know about and they're safe? <laughs> That's funny. Coincidence. Um, <laughs> so she's like, okay. She's very visibly frustrated at this yeah, point. Yeah. And like, this is incredible. This is the Danny energy that we need for her to flip and work with the people we like. So. <laughs> So, uh, so she's like, okay, well, but at least like, uh, like, can we at least like talk about like, you know, at least Kaser is less dangerous than Janelle. Like Janelle is the person that we would backdoor. If we did backdoor, we need to be worried about Janelle, right? It's like, now the thing you don't understand about Janelle is that Kaser's actually way smarter. Kaser's the one coming up with these ideas. He's the one that we need to look out for. And she's like, what are you talking about? Kaser sucks at this game. He's been out pre-jury twice. Janelle made it to the final three. This is what always happens. People look at Kaser first and they ignore Janelle and then she makes it far. Janelle's the more dangerous one. He's like, no, 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 no. You don't understand uh, the reality of the situation. And she's like, Janelle is literally the queen of Big Brother. (laughs) We should be taking her out first. And like, literally, I don't know if I've ever 
seen anybody mansplain the way that Memphis <laughs> mansplains. And it's all the more annoying because he's just completely wrong. Like, it's like, yeah, we don't have to talk. I'm not going to listen to what you have to say. I'm not even going to pretend to consider your your thoughts and ideas. And uh, yeah, you're wrong about everything. So that, like, that's that. What? Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, Danny ha- is, is after this conversation, just done with me. She's like, fuming. She's uh, like, there's, there's like, oh, I can't work with this guy. He doesn't listen to a word I say. Well, uh, like, and you just can't like an alliance that's built on just like the necessity of being together rather than having anything in common, any sort of, you know, strategic conversations, any sort of bond. Like, that's just not something that can last. You, like, you're not going to be able to work for 99 days with someone who doesn't listen to you or value your input or anything like that. Like, it's just not something that can work. Like, the most successful alliances come from people who have, you know, good strategic discourse and actually get along. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, you know... Throughout the day, there's going to be a lot of complaining about Memphis uh, in in his the other five people in his alliance. Um, and they talk a lot about like Dan, like uh, like, oh, like no wonder uh, Dan wanted to work with this guy. Uh, this sucks. I uh, would never win a jury vote. Um, but then then also like, but how like Nicole Franzel was like, how did Dan work with him? This is impossible. Um and I tweeted this out that like the thing the thing about Memphis that Dan understood and what he talked about in the jury questioning is that he knows that Memphis is an intensely self-interested player and if you understand that then you know why Memphis would never in a million years backdoor Janelle or Kaser because it's not good for him personally and he's not seeing the damage that it's doing to his personal game by ignoring you he's only looking at it from the like non-emotional chessboard way of looking at the game like no it doesn't make any sense for me to take out my own pieces here um so i'm not going to do it and they keep trying to like propose this idea to him like you need to do it for the group you need to consider our feelings you need to like help protect us um and that's just never going to work with memphis well and what he's not seeing on his little chessboard is that okay well he's gonna not worry about these two pieces here and it's just gonna cause these other five pieces to come for him so it's not even a good self-interested move he just can't see the whole board exactly that's like exactly he he ignores the the feelings side of it um, he cannot see the forest for the trees I, I talked about this last night on the round table but it's like it it really feels like the the, <laughs> the mist that dan used on memphis to get him to suck at jury management so much at the end of big brother 10 still hasn't worn off i you know i think sometimes that on certain types of people, a good mist could be lifelong. He just, I need like, like you Cody's cologne. He, <laughs> yes, exactly like Cody's cologne. Oh God! Yeah, what All a right. mess! <laughs> so, oh no. <laughs> um, 
Bailey is going to have a conversation with Janelle in uh, in the the love room, the showman's room, um, and they uh, they do their they do their workouts a lot together. Like that's their sort of like hangout time. Which uh, like I don't know if they think it's slick, um, but they it's probably do. They probably not. think it's really slick. Hey, you know what? This is, you know what? It's going to work really well. We'll just work out together. That is an hour a day that we can spend just alone, just hanging out. And we just tell people we're working out. It's fine. No one will see the thing. Yeah, it's um, it it's like the most obvious. Uh, everybody knows how close <laughs> Bailey and Janelle are uh, because they spend yeah. like they're like, you spend hours in that room with her every day. We're just working out, we're okay? Just working out. We're, we're working out. Who's who is that an impression of? That's that's just a generic impression of somebody who is very badly defending themselves. <laughs> we're just working out. We're just working out. I don't know. Um, so, what does that remind me of? I can't remember. Oh, it's it's reminding me of something very specific that I cannot place right now. Maybe oh, maybe no somebody idea. maybe somebody will know and they'll let you know. Um, so Janelle is talking to Bailey, and Bailey gives Janelle the heads up that like, watch out. There's a person going around saying some things about you and Kaser in 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 Memphis, saying that you should be targeted, you should be broken up, and that person is Kevin. Kevin, that Kevin, can't believe that, he's doing that. That Kevin, yeah, Janelle hates Kevin so much. Like the way that she talks about him, she was like, actually "Of course, of course, I knew he was a snake." Like she literally at one point said that effing Kevin, and I was like, "What year is this? What am I watching?" That Kevin Campbell. Yeah, what's his middle name? Do we know? Yeah, um, I wish it was Robert. I'm not sure. They are saying that perhaps what uh, I was reminding you of was uh, Matt Klein's. What are you gonna do? Yes, <laughs> thank you. That was gonna bother me all day. Uh, <laughs> I forgot. I think I do think that's my favorite of all of your impressions. Yeah, I enjoyed what are you it as well. Do? Um. <laughs> So, uh, so now she knows Kevin bad, definitely. Um, and, uh, Janelle lets Bailey know that last night she was approached, um, by someone in that group that they have been talking about. Um, you know, uh, Cody, Danny, Tyler, Franzel. And basically they made an offer to, uh, include Janelle in that group. Now, this is a conversation that happened last night between the night before between Danny Mm -hmm. and Janelle. It was a very similar like it was, you know, they were talking about working together and talking about who they're cool with. Like it's it was a very typical conversation. Um, But uh, but Janelle is but Janelle kind of like caught on to who Danny was talking about. She said, well, I'm cool with Tyler. What if we brought in Cody? What if we worked with Franzel? And that lit the light bulb in Janelle's head. And so now the following day, the day we're talking about, she's telling Bailey, they basically just confirmed their alliance and they're trying to cover themselves because they know I'm like on to them and they're trying to bring me in to their thing and I'm not falling for it. Uh, she's also going to let Kaser know. 
Yeah, you have to be like a little bit more slick than that. Like you can't just list, you know, four to five people. I mean, yeah, I feel great about these these five people. You know, they're to the house. Feel great about them. It's, it's awesome. And it's like, like that's going to send light bulbs for anybody. It's just you can't you can't be like, oh yeah, I I love these five people. And this this is really going to be a problem. This is because uh, wh- I've been talking about all season long, like the difference between um, you know playing hard. And playing messy and it's I don't think you play too hard I think you play too messy and yeah. this is where Danny has gotten messy so I think okay I think that there's like a third step I think there's like not playing enough there's play there is playing too hard but I feel like it's that's just not what's happening in this season like I do think that still exists well, I just think that it's what? very dependent on the house dynamics I think I think that like uh, the the reason I like I think that once you go to a certain point, you just it's you're just down. Now you're just being messy because playing hard includes like I feel like um, playing very hard includes the idea of, well, I shouldn't talk to this person because I know game wise that it won't work for me. Um, so I'm I'm playing the game hard instead of just kind of letting myself go like, oh, I'd naturally want to talk to this person um, and tell them things. But no, I need to game and not do that. Uh, so like like gaming hard is like always making the right choice. Gaming messy is now going crazy with too many things and not reserving where you should be reserving and um, and, and stuff like that. Okay, I still I just feel like there's another layer that needs to be added to really get all of the nuance. I don't like disagree. I just think there's one more step that we need to add in. I think that would be a really good off-season podcast. All right. All right. Stay <laughs> tuned. Stay tuned. Um so uh so that's uh so Janelle talks about that with with uh, Bailey and Kaser. Um Danny is going to talk to uh Nicole, friends uh Nicole Anthony, um and she's going to ask Nicole Anthony about, you know, uh Janelle you know, Nicole is now on this kick of Janelle set me up. Uh, Janelle, Janelle's after me. I just, um, I love so much how Danny just goes to Nicole Anthony and is like, has Janelle, has Janelle talked crap about me to you? Nicole's like, Nicole's like, I don't want to get myself in a pickle. It's just so precious. So, so Nicole has been, you know, telling Day, telling Kevin, like, uh, oh yeah, Janelle came up to me yesterday, um, or earlier and was like, uh, hey, how do you feel about Kevin? Um, and because uh, after Janelle found out about Kevin, um, she went to Nicole and she was asking her ab- about Kevin. And she was like, I mean, I don't know. We're close. And like, how close are you? Does, does, he, does he say anything about me? <laughs> um, and Nicole is like, no, never, never. I've never heard him say anything about you. Uh, I, definitely not for hours yesterday. Like not at all. Um, <laughs> I feel like it's such a recurring thing for people to be like, OK, but what about Kevin? we need to talk about Kevin like right now. And it's like, yeah. is that really what you need to talk about right now? Cause I don't think that's what you need to talk about right now. Well, so you bigger problems. Nicole ends up telling Kevin she, and she tells it like this. She goes, Janelle came up to me and she was like, how do you feel about Kevin? Oh, does Kevin, has Kevin said anything bad about me? And I was like, <laughs> Oh no, I haven't said it. I don't think Kevin has said anything about you at all. Uh, and then she was like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, totally sure. Like, do you think he, do you think you have him? Uh, 
I mean, I hope so. I mean, I would is, hope that he votes for what me. What is this old lady impression? <laughs> That's Nicole's impression of Chanel. Sure? Yeah, I know. It's just, it's so funny. Like, it's, I like every time you see her being like, and then Janelle said, do you have him? Are you sure? And it's like, I, 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 I think we're really getting into parody form at that point. I get so I get, oh and now we're in parody we weren't in parody before I okay. was I was very okay, realistic yeah, no. Karen is a very serious you have method gone into actor impressionism. and I took it too far yeah, okay, yeah look I, I I am like uh, I, I take like a lot of painstaking efforts right to <laughs> to be very true to life and I feel like you're taking a lot of liberties here <laughs> I literally feel like you're gaslighting me right now. Um, I mean, maybe. I mean, I'm... <laughs> whatever. It's, it's eight thirty in the morning. Yeah. I don't even know what's happening. Um. So. Uh, so Nicole is talking to Danny and uh, Danny is essentially like, uh, man, can you believe that Janelle? Like, uh, what do you think she's doing next to you, to your, you poor thing? Um, and Nicole's like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, don't even, <laughs> I think about it. I really don't even understand like why she's doing any of this or wait, what is she doing to me again? <laughs> um, and she's like, well, if you think about it, you know, either she knew about it ahead of time or she didn't know about it at a time. And she's, but either way, she's lying to you. Like I, no matter what she's lied to you. <laughs> if you think about it and yeah, Nicole's like, there's no other way to think about either it. way of which. No. Yeah, you're right. I mean, definitely some, she definitely lied to me at some point. So you're totally right. I, well, yeah. Screwed it's like in that situation, what is she even supposed to say? Like you can't even really ask for follow-up questions or anything like that because it's like what information are you gonna get no what are are you gonna get from that so and and like danny is really like she's also like she's taller than than uh nicole they're like sitting but like she's she's you know she's higher up and like she's looking down at nicole um and she's it's like a vulture like approaching her prey um she's just like uh so now that we're definitely so like uh we're we both agree that janelle is terrible she said anything about me (laughs) nicole's like wow well i mean she said something but i mean like she what she says is that she really likes you but it's it's really case caser tells her that like oh no you can't we can't trust danny like don't you don't trust her so much and janelle's like oh oh golly gee like oh man that sucks i wish i could trust danny but i guess we can't caser Um, like as if anybody would believe that that is how janelle is like how she operates in the world we know who Janelle is, and that is not how Janelle operates. <laughs> just, like, Nicole just, Anthony's like, let me put a unicorn filter on this right now real quick. Let me be like, and Janelle is just so, she actually really likes you, and she wants to work with you, but that caser gets in her head, and she's like, I wish I could work with Danny. <laughs> like, what? No. <laughs> um so uh Danny also is going to then talk to Franzel and tell Franzel about her idea um of 
pitching an alliance to Janelle that this like she is serious about this. She wants to say to Janelle, let's work with Franzel. Let's work with Cody. Let's work with Kaser. Let's make an alliance here. Um, and nobody will suspect it. And Franzel is like. What? That does not she sound said, like a good idea. Are you serious? <laughs> Oh my god! Oh That's a terrible idea. No, we shouldn't do that. Um, and uh, and I have to say, I, I I agree with Franzel on this one. This is a bad idea. Um, but uh, but Danny just she's just this keeps is I, what Danny do does. It. Like this is what Danny does. We all knew this going like people were getting so upset oh what is danny doing i can't stand her anymore and i said i'm still a danny fan she just keeps hurting me personally okay and now she's doing exactly what that danny thing is where she gets annoyed and she's like i gotta find a different way to do this you want to know my danny theory i would love to know your danny theory please way back when in season eight okay danny and her dad were playing the game and they, a banner plane flew over their heads and they realized, oh my God, Eric is a rat. Eric is terrible. He's against us. They tried to get him out mm-hmm. and they couldn't. And then after they tried to get him out, he came back to them and he worked with them. And it was like, whoa, all you need to do is approach someone with a deal and they just work with you again, even if you tried to get them out. This is amazing. And so for the rest of the game, they're just like, we just succeeded so well because we were able to work with Eric after trying to get him out. We are amazing at this game. But Eric wow. was being controlled by America. Yeah, and I, I do. I feel like they, they found that out. But I feel like the like just the memory, the, the, the muscle memory of playing the game still like was ingrained. And so you go to season 13 and she tries to get Rachel out. And she fails. And then she goes to Rachel and she says, hey, Rachel, let's work together. We can make a deal. And then Rachel turns around and she gets her out of the game. Because that's what happens when they're not America's player. Kate, but I feel like it is a very uh, Donato move to just completely selectively forget about the America's player portion of season eight. We've seen it before. Yes. And so like uh and, and cuz again like you 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 find out that he was America's player but like the again like when you're in the they game They were in the house for operate, like yeah. 80 days or whatever. Exactly. Being like, yeah, this is how it works and then it's it's kind of hard to go back and put that new information over top of every memory and be like, "Oh, now things are really clicking into place." Like it's just again, it's one of those things where it's like they are looking at their chessboard and it is right in front of them. But what they need to do is like zoom way out and see that there's another factor impacting the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, to hear Danny tell it uh, that she was she definitely had Rachel until Rachel went into the diary room. And then, you know, then things got messed up. So it's really it was she so that was a right reverse strategy. Eric Stein, actually. Yeah, with exactly. Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> they, they call her Rachel Riley the reverse Eric Stein. 
So, uh, so she really just feels like this is a winning strategy to just like make a deal with your enemy, essentially, um, to to cover to cover yourself. Um, and so she goes to Janelle and she said, "Hey, like let's let's work together moving forward. Let's agree not to put each other up. We're going to pretend we still don't like each other, um, and uh, and we'll have this kind of like under the radar secret deal that Janelle has already told half the house about." And it's just something where if they had talked more at the beginning and really reaffirmed with each other, this all could have been avoided. Yeah, because what this really is, is that Danny heard her name next to Cody and Franzel for the first time and she freaked out. And she panicked and she ran to Janelle to be like, dude, let's make a deal. Um, And she didn't think it through and it's not properly set up. And it's it like again, like like this is not properly hard enough gamed. This was this was a panic, messy, like, ah, like it wasn't planned enough. Um, And Janelle is going to go to Memphis. She's going to go back to Kaser like, hey, I've been propositioned. Um, And Bay is going to start spreading this information and uh, and it's going to do a lot of damage to uh, to the alliance at large because Janelle is now confirming that these people are working together. And it's going to come back to the Alliance and they're going to find out that Danny is making these sort of under the table deals with Janelle and it's making them not trust Danny. Um, and it's it's getting very messy. It's and it was very unnecessary because Janelle, it was kind of true what Nicole was saying. Janelle didn't want to target Danny of that group. She would have targeted Tyler, Franzel and Cody all first before she targeted <laughs> Danny. Well, and the thing, too, is I'm seeing in the chat people saying, you know, I didn't think Danny's game sense was that bad, blah, blah, blah. It's not that her game sense is bad. It's that this is a purely reactionary move and you need to be more proactive than that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, it's it's not like, oh, Danny's suddenly like just horrible at the game. It's just this move is not well thought out and it's a complete reactionary measure. Yep. So um, after her conversation with Janelle, she goes and she fills in Franzel uh, about the uh, the thing. She she tells Janelle like, oh, Fran- she loves you. Franzel loves you. That she's just intimidated, and she's like, she's oh, definitely just I, scared of you. I hope Janelle likes me, but I don't know. Um, and so uh, that's she goes back to Franzel. She's like, I put in a good word for you. We, I made a deal. Um, and Franzel's like, okay, I guess. Well, I mean. Nicole Franzel has spent so long being like asking other people to help her get in with Janelle. So, I mean, she should be pleased. Yeah. Um, Cody is going to have a conversation with Enzo and he is getting worried um, that uh, people are running around scared. He sees Danny talking to Janelle. He sees Day and Bay talking to Janelle and nobody's coming back to him. Nobody's coming back to Enzo. They're not debriefing. Um, so what's going on? Like uh, this is concerning. Um, and Enzo's just like, hey, don't, don't, don't worry about it, man. Uh, we got to we got to just write it out. Uh, we just, uh, we, we'll, we'll, we'll use them for now. We'll take them out later. Don't don't worry. Well, and see, like for Cody, he's always played with like a very strong, like overbearing presence in the house to kind of help maneuver things the way that they like should be going. Uh, so he is not used to this level of chaos. Yeah. And like I, I tweeted this out too. like this is the moment in season 16 when Cody goes to Derek to say, hey, 
uh, like I'm putting my feelers out there and I'm, I'm getting a bad sense. And Derek says, okay, this is what we're going to do then. Um, I think that we need to, uh, you need to reach out to this person. I'll go and talk to this person. We'll tell this person this and this person this. Um, and then they'd set the game plan for the day and then they would orchestrate that plan that day and it would all work out by the end of the day and everybody yeah. would be happy. And so Cody goes to Enzo wanting that same energy of, okay, here's the problem. How do we fix it? And Enzo's like, don't worry about it. Like, chill out. It's going to be fine. Yeah. That's, uh, not, that's not what he wanted. That's not the, the type of reassurance that he needed. I feel like all of these house guests should uh, be letting each other know what their love languages are so that they can work together more effectively. Like Memphis, I feel like yeah, he likes acts of service for sure. Like he definitely, he doesn't want quality time for that mm, at all. No. <laughs> you know, uh, he's definitely, you know, acts of service. I feel like, I feel like Danny Mem- Memphis appreciates Memphis appreciates uh, not like Memphis. An act of service to Memphis is avoiding him. (laughs) Or turning down the air conditioning. That's very important (laughs) to him. (laughs) I I honestly like Memphis is not that old, but and I've said it many times. He has such grandfather energy that I just can't get over it. Well, I think part of it too is that he feels like a dad from like the 90s. Yeah, he's from another time. Yeah. Like he's just literally from another time, and, which is crazy because again, he's not that old. It's like, I feel like this is like last summer when I was like, oh yeah, Sam has old man strength. And everyone's like, what the hell is old man strength? No. Memphis has grandfather energy. I mean, you don't does, see it he yet. Do, he you does see seem to have some strength, though. We'll talk about that. He, later. Pro- yeah, he does have old man strength, also. I, I, you know what? I'm going to plant my flag on that one. Now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors, and we'll be right back. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And we're back. So let's get back to the show. All right. Um, so Kaser talks to Janelle. Um, and, the, you know, after another failed attempt at getting Memphis on board with them, Kaser is just going to be like, look, we just have to work around him. Like, uh, like we just need to ignore the Memphis side of things for now. Try to build up our group and then, uh, you know, like ask for forgiveness after and tell him we've got a group now. You got to join us, like get get pulled in by us um, because we've got these people. Um, And so 
They're going to start to work on trying to build their forces. They want Bay and Day to join them, and they want to. They want Nicole as well. Um, now, they don't have any of those people right now. Um, yeah, no. It's like I feel like they. Janelle and Kaser talking game is kind of like when you're like sitting with a friend and you're like, okay, but like, what if we won the lottery and what would we do with a hundred million dollars? But I I think it's more like (laughs) this is the winning lottery ticket. We have it for sure. We haven't checked it yet, but we definitely have got have got it now. What? Okay, yeah, and they're like, okay, so what are we gonna do with with this hundred million dollars? Yeah, okay, yeah. (laughs) I'm okay with this adjustment. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Like, it's just, okay, but like, they're like, we have the winning lottery ticket. We actually haven't purchased a ticket. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We can't win, but we have won already. So, uh, and and, and man, it is, it is frustrating because like, if they could just like, cause I I know everyone's mad at Kevin because Kevin is mad at Janelle and Kaser. But like Janelle I mean, and they were targeting him started it. They started it. Yeah. And Janelle today, the day we're talking about still talking about Keisha still <laughs> like, I know this is probably getting annoying, but oh, it would be so much easier if Keisha was here, Nicole. Uh. Well, yeah. And it's like, I don't understand what people want. Like if someone takes a dog, you don't want the dog to go back to them. Like. Let, like let Kevin live his life. They started it. They kicked him. He should be allowed to bite them. <laughs> <laughs> Kirsten, advocate of two eyes for one eye. Uh, <laughs> I don't even. I don't even know. I'm sorry. My coffee is not kicked in yet. This is just unfiltered morning, Kirsten. This is uh, don't kick me or I'll bite you. Kirsten. Don't kick me because I will bite you. OK. <laughs> um, oh, no. So, so, but the pro the pro like they should be working with Kevin. There's no reason they shouldn't be. He has nobody else. Um, and they should. I feel like it, it wouldn't take that much work to like reassure Kevin. Be like, you know what, Kevin? We did really, you know, want Keisha. We know Keisha better. We felt like she like fit into our plans. But you know what? That's over. Keisha is gone. We need to forget about it. I think if you look at the house, look at this alliance, look at this group, look at this. I think our only chance as a group is to come together. And I think we we just have to do it. And And I feel like he like he could be reasoned with. He could be brought in. It's it's not an impossible task. And for sure, if they had Kevin and Nicole on board, Bay and Day, and we'll talk about this later, would be willing to, at the very least, agree to be on board to play the middle. Um, and if they won an HOH, they would leave all of those people alone and probably go after like Ian and Christmas or something, something along those lines. Um, and that would be fantastic for, um, for, uh, for, uh, Kaser and, and Janelle. But because they don't have Kevin, they also don't have Nicole. And if they don't have either of those two, Bay and Day are like, well, we're not going to just jump on a pair and sink with their ship. Yeah. Um, it's like, yeah, let's so. make a four in a, in this house. That's, super effective right now link yeah so um 
they uh, the the feeds are gonna come down for a bit. They pick uh, they pick the veto play. They already picked the veto players at this point. Um, Ian Tyler and Nicole Franzel are gonna be playing. Um, Tyler talks a lot about like whether or not he wants to win. Um, there's more talk about like uh, you know should should uh, Memphis do a backdoor? And word is getting around that Memphis is considering a Nicole Franzel backdoor because that's what Janelle and Kaser are saying even though he emphatically told them no they said that they're trying to work on it and they think they can make some progress and so it's getting around that hey Franzel might get back door well and I feel like this is just such bad news for Nicole Franzel like it doesn't matter that it is completely fabricated because now the idea of a Nicole Franzel backdoor is in the ether like getting her out is now a topic of conversation that everybody has heard about. And I feel like that can only mean bad things for her moving forward. Mm -hmm. Um, So, um, so we get uh, the feeds go down for Ian's punishment. Um, We think it's for the veto competition, but it's not. Uh, Yeah, No, it's like, Oh, veto. Great. This is pretty early. What a day. No. (laughs) <laughs> Eventually, we get to the um, th- we get to see Ian's punishment, and it's it's kind of like uh, um, like Haley's Shakespeare. Yeah, when punishment. she had to read Hamlet, except yeah. <laughs> way better in every way because this is an original um, like space play. Uh, there, you know, sometimes Ian plays all of the parts. Sometimes. Ian has, you know, supporting actors with him, um, such as Dave Vaughn, who does such a good job with it. Uh, my personal favorite is when, you know, Ian is playing like the queen and his main character. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite part is when he dresses up like me um in the in the robot costume and he and and he's uh he's like, hey, this is a Terran reference for sure. Um yeah. Great. Uh, no, it's 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 like the Haley punishment, except um, he's got costumes and he's got to play different roles, and uh, and it's terribly written like sci-fi romance. It's so it is so funny, and the best is it'll be like he won't have read ahead, and then it'll be like, oh crap, I now have to take off this vest. He takes it off. He's like really in the scene, and then it's like Ian, put on your microphone. And he's like, damn it, like it was attached to the vest. Mm-hmm. Um, and he occasionally uh, gets uh, you know other people to help out, and they dress up as like an alien or something. Um, and uh, you know, there, there's one of them that uh, like I appreciate the enthusiasm, Ian, but uh, he's just screaming like, "My father!" Uh, and I'm like, "Okay, okay." I I really, if I had had the time this morning, I really wanted to like write out part of the script so that we could, you know, do a, a live reading on the update, but I, I just simply didn't have the time, so I'm really sorry, everybody. Mm, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe Rob and I can do it tonight on the Incredible. recap. Yeah, you'll need to. Uh, so, uh, so that's all going on. Um, Tyler has a conversation with Devon um, that is, you know, uh, just a little bit more audible than something that's very not audible um in the kitchen so i was gonna say a mouse but like it was i can hear mice sometimes what are you talking about it's so hard to hear davon in particular she whispers like this 
I could see, I could see you playing Big Brother with Damon, and she's like, and you're like, what? <laughs> what? Yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> But they talk at the table and essentially like what what's going on? Devon asks him if he's in with Janelle and he's like, no. Um, she's like, are you sure? Uh, he's like, test me. Test me. Let's go. I'm not with not with Janelle at all. She's like, OK, I'm going to tell you some things. Um, and she lists a group of people. Um, she says herself, Bailey, uh, David, Cody, Danny, um, Franzel. And, uh, or no, Enzo, not Franzel. Um, and she's essentially like proposing that, uh, that like those people work together. And Tyler's like so in on that. Uh, you know, like, uh, I, I, that's a, that's a good group of people. I think that, uh, I'd, I'd definitely be down for that. I just, I'm still can't stop thinking about the mouse thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> Really Look, when Devon come, when Devon comes when the season's over and Devon is the winner of All Stars, um, and we have her on to do a deep dive, um, I am going to uh, get a clip of a mouse uh, making noise, and then I'm going to ask her to whisper, and we're gonna we're gonna do a side by side comparison, and I will be proven. I, I will be vindicated. All I'm hearing is Devon, the winner of All Stars, and she was my winner pick. I just love being right. So this is great. This is incredible for me. Win win. It's a win win. I, I I have no complaints. Yeah. Um. So I uh, so <laughs> um Enzo is going to talk with Bailey and Devon. Um, they are worried about Danny. Um, that she's talking to a lot of people. It's coming back to them that Danny's like doing a lot of things. Enzo's worried about her too. Um, and they're talking about this potential Franzel backdoor. Um, and Day asks Enzo, okay, so if Franzel went up on the block, who goes home? Franzel, David, Franzel, Nicole. Uh, and Enzo's like, I don't, I don't know. Well, what's best for our game? Uh, and they're like, uh, well, we want to know your opinion. I, I don't care. And so I mean, like, I've never had to do this before. If, like, if what you, are you, what are you yeah. doing to me? Like, how dare you? If you, if you want friends to go, she can go. I mean, I don't, I don't care. Um, and, uh, and they're like, okay, okay. Um, and I, th- I thought they were like really grilling him and that he failed their test because he was clearly like, uh, like, making this up that like he didn't want to say a name. He just wanted to say what they wanted him to say. But after this conversation, <laughs> they were like, well, Enzo doesn't care if Frenzel goes. So uh, it's like, oh, okay. Enzo, job, Enzo is like more on another planet than Ian is during his punishment. <laughs> <laughs> He's just so like Enzo is just a different breed. Yeah. yeah. So special. Um, Tyler's going to talk with Bailey. And uh, they talk for a little while. He, he tells her about the Devon proposing this like seven person thing. Um, she keeps saying, OK, that's seven people. And he keeps saying, so the six, so six people, right? 
She's like, no, no, it's seven. Um, and that's because Tyler likes six person alliances. Okay. Uh, yeah. Right. It's, but it's also because Tyler doesn't want Danny involved. Um, and, and that's in part because of, you know, part of this conversation, it's getting out that Danny brought up his name to Janelle. Um, and so she asks him how he is with Janelle. Uh, and he's like, I don't know where this came from. Like, I never talked to Janelle. Uh, I'm not with Janelle. And Bailey says, well, I talked to Janelle a lot. And the problem is that she doesn't like the same people I like. Uh, and Tyler's like, well, who does she like? She says she likes Memphis, Kaser, Christmas, and they want Nicole. Um, and uh, so Bailey's like, so I like this idea of this group because then we can be friends, Tyler. <laughs> Yeah, we we don't if we ended up on the wrong side on the wrong side of each other, it would be awkward. And he's like, we could have been friends anyway. But she's like, but it would have been awkward. Yeah, it would be awkward, but it would be like a little bit more powerful. Um, Yeah, well, so Bailey warns him that, okay. so what happened is Danny went to Janelle and said that she has you. Um, And uh, and so Janelle feels like you guys are working together and and on all of this. And so he's like, um, and uh, she also lets him know that Janelle told her that the plan was for Franzel to be backdoored. And he was like, well, is that a Janelle plan or does that come from Memphis? And she's like, I don't know. Said, yeah, the there's, it's just in the ether now. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, Nicole backdoor. Yeah. Nicole doesn't um, love it. Let me tell you. <laughs> it's a good conversation, though, between Tyler and Bailey. Yes. Um, so I just Bailey is doing a really good job this season. She is. She is. uh, But her and Devon are in a tricky spot and they need to play this right because they're Mm -hmm. navigating a lot of tricky waters. Um, And, you know, people are people in particular, Cody in particular uh, is, are, are, they're seeing that like they're questioning things because they're openly questioning things. And that's, that's making even Enzo is now like, Oh, I'm getting worried about day and bay. Um, And so they need to like, I, I like that they're catching on to, where the pieces are actually lying on the board. Um, but they need to tread carefully and I think they will. Um, but, uh, but it is a dangerous, uh, section of the game for them. I think. Yes, definitely. But I, like, I feel good about them. I have confidence in them. Like, I think that, you know, in other seasons with other players, it would be like, Oh wow. Yeah. They're in a good spot, but they just can't maintain it. But like, I do think that they could maintain it. Yes. Um, so Tyler goes and talks to Enzo. He fills Enzo in on this idea of like a group. Um, and uh, of course, you know, Tyler, Tyler's like, yeah, they asked me about you. And I was like, ah, oh, he's cool. But like, I don't talk to him that much. And Enzo's like, perfect, perfect. That's what I said. Um, and I was like, you guys aren't in an official alliance together yet. <laughs> but uh, Enzo says, uh, yeah, they, they don't like Danny. Um, and Tyler was like, but they're including her in the, in this group. Um, and so they're like, okay, well, let's go to them at some point and be like, let's not include Danny in the, in the group. They do not want Danny to be a part of the, uh, the, the seven, which will be a six if Danny's not a part of it. Yes. will will be a six now. Uh, I, I'm curious, I'm curious to see how this shakes out more today. Hmm. So feeds finally go down for the veto competition um, at like three thirty in the morning or something. Uh, yeah, and that's like Big Brother time, I think. Uh, no, no, no. It was like twelve thirty, Big Brother time. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because um, so I was like staying up time. being like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? And then they went down and I was like, I'm going to bed. I'll catch up in the morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to I gotta sleep. Feeds come back and we find out that Memphis has won the power of veto. Uh, Nicole is very upset. She's crying in the storage room, embarrassed about her performance. And Kevin says, there's no way you were going to win that. You should not be embarrassed. Uh, yeah. So it like, was a what? biceps competition. Like it was like, it, there was not even any strategy involved. Oh God. Yeah. Cause like what I had seen about this was like, um, that it was a lot about like grip strength. And I felt very vindicated because I've long been a proponent that grip strength <laughs> is something you should train when you're going on one of these shows. Uh, personally, I don't love this outcome. I mean, but I guess like drama will result because, you know, Randall is. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, Franzel comes in and she says, uh, that was, that was nonsense. Everything weighed the same for all the players. I could, oh. I couldn't even hold up the ball. Uh, yeah. I don't care for that. Yeah. And, and like multiple people are going to talk about it later as well. I think Danny says like, there's no way a woman was ever going to win that competition. Um, and, uh, and like I was, I, so I woke up this morning, I was seeing all these, uh, tweets about like, uh, like, oh, a woman was never going to win. It was like super physical. I was like, all right, start up the complaining about physical competitions machine. Uh, here we go. Uh, well, and it's like, like there, I get like there's a place for a certain level of physical competition, but they need to be, you know, specifically balanced for the person competing. You can't just be like, everyone is lifting this level of weight. Everyone is doing this exact same thing because then, then it just becomes purely, okay, well, who is the like strongest? Yeah. And who can lift the, it's not even who's the strong who can lift the heaviest. Who benches the most? Who's got the the the, the heaviest deadlifts? Yeah, and like um, honestly, if that's what they're going to do, then yeah, just literally give them like a squat rack, give them <laughs> like a a bench and and be like, "Okay, cool. Let's see who who can do the highest personal record on, you know, bench press, deadlift and and squat. Let's see that." Like be more entertaining to if, watch than a ball maze. Yeah, like if that's what they're going to do, then just do that. Like, stop lying to us and acting like it's something else. Just do that. It's fine. (laughs) So, um, so Memphis has the veto and almost definitely will not be using the veto, which means that, uh, Basically, Nicole Anthony will be going home this week uh, unless something big changes, which is definitely still it's, possible. It's possible for sure. Yeah, but uh, but Nicole Anthony in a lot of trouble for now. Um, but Danny, Cody, Franzel, and Enzo are still talking about the possibility of a Franzel backdoor. They don't think that he will do it, but Franzel is a little worried, um, and they're a little worried that like. This guy could do anything, theoretically. Um, and so uh, they they kind of want to ask him, but they're not sure how. Like, Franz was like, what if I just went up and like, oh, I've been hearing that you're going to backdoor me. Like, obviously you're not, right? Um, but, uh, like, and he would not appreciate well, that. Well, I, I just, yeah, I feel like uh, we've seen that Memphis doesn't appreciate, you know, open, direct, com- like, communication. That's just not what he wants. Yeah. Uh, and so Cody was like, uh, okay, let's role play then. Because what he's going to do is he's going to go, who told you that? Um, and uh, well, you can't say Ian. Uh, I heard it uh, in the house. Everyone saying it. So they conclude we're just going to pretend we don't know. We're just going to pretend we haven't heard it. 
okay how do you feel about that as the move because i'm i i don't know how i feel about this i think it's the i think it's the right call because it's like you don't really want to give any more air to this and definitely not until after the veto ceremony i feel like and again like memphis doesn't want to have to reassure people and if he's getting the sense that his alliance is not trusting him and that they think that he might have actually betrayed them then he might just he might start thinking maybe i should actually betray them yeah that's true you know what if it was like with a better player i feel like there could be more utility in actually talking it out and figuring out what's going on but with memphis you're it's just not Now, I think what they could do, I think the way that they could approach him is going to Memphis and saying, so Janelle and Kaser are spreading around the house that you plan to backdoor Franzel. Um, Clearly, they're off the rocker like uh, they're still, you know, going, you know, they're still going around doing all this stuff. Um, Watch out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, like a heads up that they're lying about you um, yeah. and uh, and see, see where, where and that might actually encourage him to backdoor one of them. Yeah, no, you're right. I, yeah, you're right. Mm. Yeah. So Cody is going to let Christmas know he's really starting to get sketched out by Devon um, that uh, it seems like she's questioning things and he keeps seeing her talking with uh, Bailey. And then when he walks in, they like hush up. Um and uh and they have again they have the worst room. It's not even a room, it's part of the hallway, uh the comic room. And so they're always just like sitting there talking super quietly. Um <laughs> and uh and people walk by all the time and so it makes it all the more obvious that like they're like talking game and then like when one of their allies comes in and they hush up still, it's like what what are you guys talking about? Why can't you talk yeah. to me about it? Yeah, it's like it's just awkward. You have to be able to pivot in those situations. You mm-hmm. like you you can't just be like, oh, oh Darren's coming. And it's also it's also like the the guilt like there is a there's a layer of guilt to your reaction if you were talking about that person. And mm-hmm. so like Cody's getting the sense that like, not only are they hushing up because they don't want me to hear what they're saying, but they're hushing up and then looking at me guilty. Like they were just talking about me, um, which they are. Yeah. And like you, you just have to be better at hiding that. Mm-hmm. So he's getting, he's getting worried about that. Uh, in the meantime, Bailey and Devon are having one of those conversations. Uh, <laughs> yeah, classic. Uh, they uh, they're wondering what they should do uh, in various situations this week. What if David comes down and Franzel goes up? Who do they vote out? Probably because uh, the they they will want to keep Franzel. Um, but uh, but what what should they do? Probably probably just vote out Nicole Anthony. Um, if David stays on the block, they're obviously going to keep David. Um, Day has been noticing. That anytime she tells Danny something about Cody, Cody comes back to her today asking about the thing that she said to Danny. So she feels like Danny and Cody, they've got something. Yeah. And I, I just feel like there's, there's a way to use your connections to, you know, fix things kind of behind the scenes, but it's just so obvious the way that it's happening with Cody and Danny. And I think, I think the problem here is that when Danny tells Cody about something that day has said, 
She doesn't tell him where it came from. And so he doesn't know to not go today and tell her about it specifically because he thinks it's coming from somebody like Janelle. Um, and so, uh, he's in, so he doesn't trust Danny. And so he's going to people like Day, like, I don't really trust Danny. She's telling me these things. Um, and then Day is like, Oh, Danny's telling you those things. Those are things I'm telling her. Yeah. Like, it's just, I, like Cody is just like he's like I'm just gonna you know I'm just gonna face this head on I'm just gonna go straight today and I'm gonna be like hey what's going on here and uh Dave's like oh my god like then Dave's like oh I see everything I see what's happening like this is really bad uh and like I'm wondering like could this be resolved if Danny would tell Cody things and be like don't say anything. Like, if you give Cody that direct order, would he listen? Would that help well, things? What she needs to do is say, is say that if she's telling him things that Day said, she needs to tell him that Day is the one that told me, so he knows not to go to Day with that do you information. Think he would st- but do you think he would still know not to go to Day in that case? Well, yeah, or do you think he would like, still? Do you think he would still do it? No, like, uh, like, like Cody, Cody knows the basics of Big Brother. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't see that Danny has like this relationship with Day. And, and when she's telling him things, cause like one of the, I think one of the main things is that Day was one of the people telling Danny early in the game that she felt like Tyler and Cody were tight. Um, and so when Danny went to Ty, went to Tyler and Cody to tell them about it, she said, everybody's telling me this. And she, he was like, who? Who is telling you this? And she was like, everybody, all the women. Um, and he was like, it's not Day or Bay because they're with me and she doesn't know. It's not Nicole Franzel. It's not Keisha. She's on the block. Um, it has to be Janelle and Danny must be protecting Janelle. And so he got him to not trust Danny. And so he went to, to Day to be like, hey, Day, I'm hearing that people are saying that me and Cody are super tight. Uh, or so me and Tyler are super tight. Um, and that's coming from Danny and Danny is the person that they told about that. Um, and not, not really anybody else. And so like, and who else would have been telling Tyler, uh, telling Cody about this. So mm-hmm. it's just like that. Like uh, it's, it's resolved. So if Danny had just said, day told me, um, then he could have approached day in a different way to be, to be, to, you know, cause again, like Cody's not an idiot. He's not going to go to day and be like, I've heard that you're saying I'm tight, tight with Cody or tight with Tyler. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, like, so th- this is the, this is the problem. And it, it, I think it does stem back to, um, Danny just like not telling Cody the source of where these things are coming from, but telling him the information that's like, you can't, you can't do that half measure. You can't give somebody information then not tell them the source. If you're supposed to be really tight allies, because that's super sketchy. Yeah, no, you're right. You got, yeah, I got him now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. So, um, <laughs> Bailey says that Janelle well, here's the thing. Janelle says Cody, Franzel, Danny, and Tyler are working together. And Day says, I believe three of them, but not, not Tyler. I don't think Tyler's with them. Um, she says, Tyler tells me he doesn't trust Danny and doesn't want her in that, in that group that we're talking about. And Bay was like, oh, um, like, okay. And so there, and Day's like, I got to say, some of the things the case are saying are adding up. They're adding up. It's like, yeah, maybe, uh, maybe if we could just get some people move this way, that could work out great. 
Yeah, it's uh, like Danny, she's always covering for Franzel. Day and Danny did just have a conversation like uh, a couple of hours before this conversation where Danny was, uh, Day was asking about um, Franzel to Danny and Danny was like, oh, Franzel loves you. She she wants to work with you so bad. Um, and it was just it was a little too obvious. And uh, days like she's she's always stumping for for Franzel. Um, they like, you know, Kaser and Janelle have been telling us that they're like close friends. Like I'm really starting to believe that. Um, and well, so, it's just so obvious. Yeah. And so that trio makes a lot of sense, but they don't believe that Tyler's in it. And that actually is a pretty good call because he's officially not in that trio, uh, mm-hmm. although he is very close with them. And I think Cody would I think what they're missing is that Cody doesn't trust Danny either. And Cody would actually prefer Tyler over Danny at this point. Um, mm-hmm. But they're right in the sense that Tyler doesn't even really know about the fact that there's an official. trio. This is a big mess over there anyway. But it's like the whole like alliance structure right now is so messy yeah you know and i you know when we were looking at the alliance structure in week one or at least when i was uh you know we were looking at like these two groups of four with cody and enzo in the middle and then an Mm -hmm. outer layer of the the uh, memphis group um and it seemed very well put together um and i thought i wonder if this is a better way to maintain the bomb squad structure um because not everybody knows about everybody else so maybe this will be easier to maintain i think what we're finding um is that it's actually more difficult to maintain and they are not able to keep everybody from finding out about the others and And it's kind of like shaken up yeah, and I think that like it it definitely is a better way to maintain that type of relationship. But then you throw in players like Memphis and Memphis wants everything to happen through the game of telephone. He doesn't want to reassure people. He doesn't want to talk about it. Like to Memphis, it's like, OK, we make an alliance. We're an alliance. We're never going to talk again. And then it's fine. But like, we'll protect you. It's whatever. Um, but like, that's just it's just not how people work. It's just not how a large alliance can function like people need reassurance people need to talk things out with their alliance and memphis is unwilling to do that and i think that that is a big reason why things are you know so jumbled yeah and i do i do think it's i think that's fair if if memphis acts like any other member of this alliance um then this week this week probably would have gone much more smoothly and mm-hmm. this structure would have been you know much more in place yeah like i think we all saw the hoh result and thought okay cool it's gonna be just another straightforward week it's gonna be boring whatever but then the way he has played it has been so messy that it's forced things to be more interesting than they had any right to be Mm-hmm. So uh, what Bailey and Devon ultimately decide here is that, uh, you know, Kaser is approaching them about joining this group uh, with Nicole, uh, Anthony, them and Kaser and Janelle. Um, and they are going to what they're going to tell Kaser is, OK, we can't say yes to this group right now. You solidify, you know, some other numbers um, and, and Memphis, of course, would be included in that group. Um, you, you solidify your other people and then we'll join. And Kaser's not going to like this because Kaser is trying to do that by solidifying Bay and Day to get the other people to solidify. Uh, so it's, it's going to be frustrating for Kaser. But they're saying that. Um, and then and then if he does that, then we'll kind of like we'll be able to like keep that on the back burner and then we'll wait and see who wins HOH and we'll say yes to this other group as well. And then, you know, we'll wait to see who wins HOH. So if Kaser or Janelle uh, or, you know, one of their affiliates, which they don't have yet uh, wins HOH, (laughs) 
affiliate. <laughs> yeah. Then uh, then Bay and Day are on board. Yeah, um, they'll be like, yeah, let's do this. But if they don't, they're not, not on board. Yeah, yeah, not happening. Um, so apart from that, they're going to let things stay the same this week. They're not going to push for Franzel back door. Uh, it's mm-hmm. easier for them to just get rid of Nicole Anthony. They are definitely not voting out David no matter what. So that's where Bay and Day are there. Mm-hmm. Um, so Cody's going to talk to Bailey um, and they do hash this out a little bit. They talk about like there's not enough communication. Uh, Bailey says that like, uh, you know, we're we're worried, like we're getting worried. Uh, we need to talk more. Um, she asks him, like, I've heard that you like that, like an alliance was pro- proposed to Janelle with you. Danny, Franzel, and, and Tyler, and that you guys are trying to work with Janelle. Um, and he's like, well, no, because uh, no, because <laughs> he didn't do that. Danny did that. Um, yeah. And so I, there's going to be a lot of like investigating, I think. And Danny could really yeah. get exposed today. I, um, yeah, I'm I'm worried. I'm very worried. <laughs> yeah, this is very concerning. Um, and so, uh, uh, she says that people are worried about him and Franzel being together. Um, so like, watch out for that. Uh, and, uh, they, it is a good conversation to kind of like, okay, like th- th- we're addressing the fact that there is some, some distrust here. Um, but let's try and get back on the same page. Um, but Cody does go to Enzo afterward and he's like, Dan Bear, they're getting paranoid. They want more information. Uh, like this is this is bad. Um, and Danny apparently told Janelle that she's got Tyler wrapped around her finger. Um, and like, what is Danny doing? Like, why is Danny doing this? Um, it doesn't. She doesn't have Tyler wrapped around her finger. Nobody has Tyler wrapped around her, their finger. Um, so it's a, a lot. A lot of stuff going on. It's yeah. It's like I don't. know. These early feeds are always just so much and so chaotic. I feel like it's a, it's just impossible to track sometimes. Yeah. Um, so that was last night. We've already had some developments in the morning, but uh, it's just too much to add on to a podcast that's not about that day. So we'll talk about that um, tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Eastern. Yeah. Um, what's been going on uh, today so far? Not nothing too crazy, but uh, it's you know, just, it's still just so early. Yes. Yes. Um, so that's what we have for you from uh, yesterday. Day 11 on the big brother 22 live feeds cursed anything else you wanted to bring up um i feel like there were some good conversations uh pre-veto just of like with like danny christmas and nicole like venting about memphis and how he's impossible to work with and uh that kind of thing i feel like just to just to put that out there, that did happen yesterday. There was quite long conversations. I know at one point Cody was also there and Cody's like, Memphis isn't like that with me. Like maybe I just need to talk to him tomorrow. And then they, they brought up the possibility like, Oh, like, so does Memphis talk to us differently because we're women? Like that definitely was brought up. Um, And so just kind of in case that 
has further relevance. I just want to have that on the record. And no, notably, uh, Tyler, the previous night had said that he wanted to talk to Christmas to make sure that she was not being influenced too much by Franzel. I did not see that conversation happen. I think that Tyler might have been busy with other things or maybe forgot. Um, and uh, Christmas is, I think, diving deeper and deeper into the Danny Franzel uh, vortex. Um, and so uh, I think that Tyler is going to need to throw a rope to her at some point because uh, it would be very bad for him if he lost Christmas because uh, that's really his biggest secret weapon. Yeah, he he cannot lose her. He needs her. Yes. Um, and yes, Mary is asking, did they think Tyler threw the veto? Yes, she she thought that Tyler threw the veto. Um, I don't know why, but she said it was obvious. Well, we'll see it on Wednesday, I suppose. Just like we saw um, Enzo's stack knocking over Kate. Hey, I, okay, I have a serious... I know that this is so far in the past, it doesn't matter. But it literally doesn't make any sense in that specific competition with how far apart they were for Enzo's stack to affect anybody else's stack. And so my theory is that something Enzo did distracted Keisha yep. and Keisha's stack fell over. I don't think it was, I think, and then I think when it was just getting discussed in the house, it, it got turned into something completely different. You mean people on the internet misinterpreted something on the live feeds and then ran with it and went like, uh, went totally wild with it. Karen, how dare you? The internet would never do that. They are always 100% accurate. Their they, indignation is righteous. And I just uh, resent the implication that you're making here. I mean, I thought the internet only talked about facts. That's exactly right. Facts okay. and science. That's what the internet's for. Okay. Um, all right. That's what we have for you today. Kirsten, where can people find you? Uh, yes, you can find me on all social media platforms at Kirsten said what uh, twitch.tv slash Kirsten said what uh, on Kowski cast. Uh, Mary has started releasing season two back coverage of our Riverdale recaps. I think the one she released last week, I think we recorded it last July. So I feel like that's probably a fun time capsule uh, for people to go listen to um, as well. Love Island is starting uh, one week from tomorrow and myself and brian scally will be back recapping love island and i think that there will be a preview type podcast coming out this week probably don't huh. don't quote me on that all right uh you can find me on twitter at armstrong taren and on twitch twitch.tv slash taren armstrong thank you so much for joining us i will be back tomorrow morning at 11 a.m eastern to update everything that happens today on the big brother 22 live feeds and of course tonight to recap sunday night episode of Big Brother 22. Thanks again. We'll see you next time. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. 
In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.